When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I need information. I need it five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour. On my talk, 107.1. So, um, what's new in your world? All right, Josh Brolin tried um, this new trend that's going on right now, sunning your rectum. <laughs> Funny, Stephanie was just doing that in a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, how did it go for you? Well, you know, it was warm. Was it warm? Well... There's some trends. Now, doctors say not to do this, okay, but an Instagram influencer has suggested this, and so they're saying there are a lot of health benefits to doing this. Josh Brolin tried it. He did it for too long and, quote, my blank is crazy burned and I'm icing and using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. Well, what is wrong with him? What do you think is going to happen when you stick your butthole up into the sun? <laughs> That's never experienced know. sun before. It doesn't see sun. It's not supposed to. <laughs> Have you ever seen those little things that look like um, they're like a thim- uh like um, not a thimble, but uh, a threading spool? Yeah. It's about that big, and it's literally for your butt cheeks to put in between so you can sun the inside if you have a large bum so you don't have... People need... <laughs> To get a grip. That is the dumbest thing. So stupid. If you have large cheeks and it just doesn't sun there, if you want to. A cheek expander? Those. Yes, yes. Steph, can oh. we do it? Steph, can we do it during the dirt alert? Yeah, okay. sure. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Recreation tops a list of the 10 best TV shows of the decade. Now, I, I love uh, that show, but I don't know about that. Um, Rectify from Sundance TV is second. I don't know if you should say Who Rectify that after that last story. Did you scare, but, uh, get scared because I said Rect? I did get I very scared there. In third place is Mad Men. That was a great show. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, Drake is texting 17-year-old Billie Eilish, and people are a little disturbed by it. Because because last year he was texting 14-year-old Millie Bobby Brown. He's 13, or he is 33. Going on 13. Yeah. He feels the same age. Now, I can understand since Billie Eilish, they're both musical artists, you know? It's like it kind of makes sense if he's encouraging her in the career that she's... But Millie Bobby Brown, what do you... What are you doing? doing? Let's not do that. She is cute. Oh, God. Just saying. She's 14. I just... The perception's weird. I think she's 16 now. Okay. Well, she's grown. All right. uh, Anyway, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app. (laughs) She is not. Let's be clear. (laughs) (laughs) That is brand new information. My talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520. On My Talk 1071.
Hello, buddy, and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Don McClain. And filling in for the entire month of December, <laughs> that's a long, long time, <laughs> Stephanie Hansen. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. 805 on this Monday, December 2nd, 2019. How's everybody doing? Don, how you doing? I'm doing good, except... What? They've moved. What? What happened? These computer screens. I'm yeah. glad you're here today, so you know what I'm talking yeah. about. They've lowered them in this control room studio. Oh, they here. are lower. And it's used to be. I'm used to looking up, and it's a little icky. It's I like icky. It. Okay. Anyway, Hanson, how are you? Uh, workplace <laughs> uh, complaints. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm. I'm wondering why the uh, song is holding us down. Yeah, well, hold know. you down. It's a great one to wake up to on a Monday morning, it is great. isn't it? <laughs> Why are you holding us down, Here, friends? I'll, I'll play this. There we go. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm, as Dawn said, I'm actually in the building today. Yeah. And uh, I'm in the building, and, um, well, I lied. I'm not in the building for the reason that I said. I told Dawn and Stephanie I'm in the building um, because there's software problems at my Fox studio. But I am not. Dawn, I need you to look at me here. Put uh, Just look right at me here. I'm, yes. So I'm going to try to get through this without crying. So, What's wrong? So no, there's nothing wrong. So I, uh, I have a little surprise for you. Okay. So Dawn loves surprises, let me tell you. <laughs> so... People Stephanie, do- I'm like right <laughs> underneath his arm yeah, so I can looks, see your face. I thought it was a child. No. <laughs> I, I don't want to adopt a child, but thank you. No. I love children. So people don't know this, but uh, we've alluded to it. But because of Alexis's maternity leave being a little sooner than we thought, yeah. uh, two months, and because I have in my contract, um, I have like a structured vacation because of the TV show and the radio show have to be the same time. Unfortunately, poor Dawn McClain gets um, messed up with her vacations and with the holidays because of me. And uh, so I felt... I wanted to do something for you because you've worked very hard over the last three years and you haven't been able to take a lot of vacation time. And you were mentioning how this holiday was going to be weird because you were going to be working a lot. So I went to the bosses. I went to Amy and Dan and you uh, I'm going to be doing two shows on the day after Christmas and on Friday the, so you're so Thursday and Friday after Christmas. Look at Don's face. I know. I'm, I'm just scared. trying to figure it out. So you will be off those days. When? You'll be <laughs> off Christmas Day, the day yeah. after Christmas, the day after that. Well, who's Saturday gonna do the and show? I'm going to be doing two shows. I okay. met with I met with Dan and okay. Amy, and I'm going to be producing two shows. And are you ready for this? I also met with the bosses, and we talked with Manfriend. And the MC, what the MC, and I'm flying. We are flying you with us to Walt Disney World for three days, all expenses paid for Christmas. Oh my god, Merry Christmas! It's a gift that keeps on giving. Are you kidding? No, so you're leaving with us. You're three gonna spend days with your work husband. You're gonna spend Christmas Eve with your man friend and a little bit of Christmas yeah. Day, and then you're getting on a plane with Colin and I. 
and I'm flying you to Walt Disney World for that day, Thursday, and Friday. All expenses paid, done. Like, you don't have to worry about a single thing. They're going to buy you drinks. Other than to relax <laughs> and have fun and enjoy yourself. Oh, you can go on the Star Wars ride. Oh, my God. You don't even know what you're talking about, uh, Hanson. You can have butter beer. Oh, my God. But you are going to be working very hard over the maternity leave, and you deserve a really big break. And I was so excited that. Oh, my God. Thank so you. I wanted to do this for you, and the bosses wanted to do it for you because you've been a really good friend to me and you've worked your butt off on this show and this unexpected two months I knew was going to be very taxing for you. So I wanted to do something special. So and it's free. And it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a gift. So you don't have to worry about a thing. You're going to get on the plane with us. Okay. They're going to give you ginger ale. You don't, no, you are not allowed to have ginger ale. But Oh my God. Well, thank you. You're going to be with us oh, and staying so with awesome. us. And oh my God, I'm so excited. Your, your passes have already been taken care of. You got oh the fast pass. You will get a gift card. So you won't have to feel bad. You get a card. Oh, my God. So everything, res- Colin has been busy making reservations, adding oh, you. thank you, Colin. So uh, the first night, I'm thrilled to tell you that you are getting one of the hottest tickets at Walt Disney World. We are going to the hardest restaurant to get into, Victoria and Albert's, for Christmas dinner. Oh, my God. So we land uh, Christmas Day afternoon. And we gonna spend a few hours in the park on Christmas Day, and then we go to Victoria and Albert's for dinner, and then the next day we go to Star Wars Land, and oh we have reservations God. at the Cantina, the Millennium Falcon. So you get to experience oh all God. of that, I'm and then so you, excited. and then you fly back to your man on Saturday. Oh my God! Thank you. I feel very overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Don, that food at Victoria and Albert's is fancy. Wow. Yes. So. Oh, my God. I'm just over, over what to say. Thank you. Oh I mean, God. I, I haven't, you know, it's not like, I mean, co-hosting the show is less work than being the producer. I'll be honest. Yes. So I haven't been working that hard. But Yes, you have. And I, and I felt. Except for doing the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic. <laughs> Oh boy! Wow. Okay. Wow. Thank you so much. That's crazy. I don't know. You don't know the machinations that was involved. We've been meeting about this, and B and Dan and me and Manfriend and Donna Valentine helped because we had to get a hold of Manfriend without you knowing. So. Oh my. Oh. Is it, is it so? Donna acted like she needed to get a hold of him. Yes, yeah, because he he has a, a really cool side job, and she needed to get a Christmas gift uh-huh. because of something that he does. Oh my god! No, that was all BS. Oh my god! Oh, well, she's a good actress then, because I completely believed all of that. That was total BS. And if you notice, uh, I can't believe that he didn't tell me. Oh no, he was sworn to secrecy. Okay, and uh, and this was such a big it. it 
This was like a Star Wars oh script. Gosh. You will, if you look in your computer, Dan and Amy created two schedules: a real one and a fake one. So on the fake one, you are still listed working on Christmas, the day after, and the day after. Uh, I just went over this schedule with Holly and Amy the other day. Holly because- knew. <laughs> Holly's oh in on it too. They went into the computer and made a fake schedule, <laughs> oh so you wouldn't you know. know. I'm in everything. I know you're in everything. <laughs> so you now get a proper Christmas break and. Oh my God! I'm and so you get excited. to spend a little bit of it with That's me, and I hope so, you don't mind. We're going to be very efficient. We're we, going to. Oh I love yes, this. yes, yes. yes. Uh, he knew that about you. That's I, why he's picking you. It was. Everyone. He's like, she can keep up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, let's meet at this time. Oh. We're going here. Where are we going next? That's why, Colin. We were like, this is this is a no brainer because I said I've been thinking about this for a while. I'm like, I want to do something for Dawn because this is going to be taxing this next two months. Um. Of no fault of poor Lexus, but no, you know, it's but just, it's, it, it, it just happens. happened. Oh and uh, I'm like, okay. And then when I heard that you weren't going to have any days off because then the added thing of my my Christmas break that's kind of built in, I thought, oh, I know what I'm going to do. So thanks to Damien, uh, Damien. Thanks oh, to Amy. That's and, a new one. <laughs> thanks, we're just going to call him Damien from now on. Thanks Boss to Damien. Thanks to Amy and Dan because uh, they let us. I'm going to come oh in gosh, and okay. pre-produce and pre-record two shows. So, okay, so uh, all right, I'm trying to figure this out because my first thought is who's going to do the show? Yeah, don't you? You have nothing. Do not. It is nothing for you to worry about. It has all been taken care of. You do not have to worry about producing anything on Thursday and Friday. December 26th and 27th, you are off. Nor do you worry about anything. All of those shows, (laughs) I am doing and I am taking care of it. So you worry about nothing. So, oh my I, God! Thank you very much. Yes, I mean, thanks for lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, wow. selfishly, I'm just I'm excited. I can't wait to go with you. Like I'm, I'm just as excited as you are. I couldn't wait this morning. I stuff. I have been sitting here like get to eight o'clock. Get to eight o'clock. I just wanted to tell you so bad. And when everything got approved with the bosses and everything, I wanted to tell you that moment. But uh, but yeah. And hats off to your man. He kept it. He kept the secret. You so you've been talking to him? We've been texting, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've been texting. Yes. So Oh my god. Yeah, cuz I wanted to make sure, you know, that I wanted to not step on Christmas plans. Oh, so right, right, we right. all yeah, I we said ha- I really, I just said, yeah. "Okay, let me know." And then that was question I said I have a couple questions. <laughs> and question number 1 was, "What y'all doing for Christmas? Don't want to ruin any plans." And he told me to go, "Okay, we can move on to question number 2." <laughs> And oh my uh, God. yeah, wow. So I'm wow. That's why well, I I get to get Baby Yoda merchandise. You get you to know. get Baby Yoda merchandise. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. You get to go to Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land. Oh and- my God. I haven't. You know, I haven't been to. It's been a number of years. Well, probably since 2014 since I've been there. Or yeah, 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So oh think my of all God. the new things. Wow. Yes. Are we going to Epcot? Yes, we're going. Oh, my God. We have to eat in every country, Don. Have you met Colin Matheson? Yeah, that's true, because I love the Japanese. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Japanese store, oh, I just saved yes. my money to go spend on little tchotchkes I, in the J- Japan store. I think Thursday is our Epcot day. Oh my God. Yeah. And I've never been uh, on any rides in there. Yeah, well, I've just eaten. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me, you will do it all. Oh, so there wow. we go. I'm so excited. Yes, Thank you you're so very much, welcome. everyone. Wow. 816 is the time. We're going to take a break. Elizabeth Reese is coming up next with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Before we get to Elizabeth in the Dirt Alert, it's Monday, and that means it's time for you to call in with your dreams. Do you need them to be weaved? Call right now, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Please keep your dreams very concise when you talk to Don. We want to try to get through as many as we can, and we'll weave them coming up next. But right now, Elizabeth joins us with the Dirt Alert. Hello, my friends. How are you? Happy post-Thanksgiving. Happy post-Thanksgiving. Everybody had a good Thanksgiving, yes? Yes. How about yours, Elizabeth, in your new kitchen? It went great. Thank you. There was a lot of cooking. We hosted four massive gatherings. Oh, my goodness. Between last week, Sunday to Saturday. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. It was like, let's just break this puppy in. Let's just get her going. There were a lot of trips to the recycling bin that was happening. Let me just say that. That's a sign of a good time. Yeah, that is. Yes. Um, okay. I've got lots of dirt to get to today. So let's talk about Olivia Jade, who is uh, Lori Lachlan and Massimo Giannulli's daughter, oh. who is embroiled in this college admission scandal. She has made her first appearance on YouTube since all oh. of this happened. It's interesting. You know, she's 20. And she makes bank on YouTube. Yeah, and she does. She was very upset. You know, to give you some of the context, she was very upset that her parents even made her go to college. She did not want to go to college. She felt like she was doing great on her own and she was earning what she needed to earn and she didn't need a higher education. And so she was not interested in going. And then, of course, now her parents are facing massive charges and 40 years in prison because they paid to get her into USC, according to prosecutors. Um, So she goes back on YouTube and she announced her comeback to the platform saying she decided to return to YouTube even though she can't discuss the scandal her family has been going through for nearly nine months. So she said, obviously, I've been gone for a really long time. As much as I wish I could talk about this, I'm legally not allowed to speak on anything going on right now. It was a two-minute clip, and she said, this is the best I can do, and I want to move on with my life. It's so hard because I'm not trying to make this about me or how I've been because that's not the point of this. <sighs> do you even go... a heavy sigh. Do you even go... Be- is it too soon, even though it's been nine months? Do you even go back on? I don't know. She has 1.9 million YouTube followers. She was posting style tip videos um, before her parents' indictment. This clip had more than 350,000 views by Sunday afternoon with 6,000 comments, and many of them were supportive of her. Um, and she said she just really missed everybody, and she's excited to start shooting videos again. And, you know, I mean, it is a situation where her parents got so caught up in this idea of what they thought their daughters needed that they completely lost sight of 
what was right. Yeah. And um, and then what their daughters really wanted. You know, college is great, but it's not for everybody. And if you, you know, not everybody needs a college education in order to succeed at what they want to succeed at. Right. Yeah. And college also isn't just about becoming successful. It's about an experience, too. Absolutely. So it's, I don't know. Listen, I mean, she's probably just like, I want to continue on with my life. Yeah. Hmm. She did come off like a real brat in some of those videos when she was talking about like, I'm only here at USC for the parties. See, that's where, maybe where, where. I, maybe I'm just thinking but, of the bratty yeah. behavior. But the context of that was she didn't, I mean, she probably knew because she had to be part of staging these crew shot, you know, crew team photos to get into school. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, was she the one that was was responsible for it? No. She's 18 years old, though, at that point. I mean, come on. You know if a lie's a lie. That's true. But I also, I always like to bring up the context with this deal that there's no way that this Rick Singer guy was going around to these uh, these wealthy parents and saying, hey, here's how we're going to break the law to get your kid into school. The conversation had to be more like, this is how everybody does it. There's a certain amount of slots that are set aside for students like this so the university can make money. And I help. I am a facilitator for those positions. And this is how we do it. Yeah, likely. That's, likely, I mean, that's you know how the mean? conversation went. For so, sure. So, it's not like a Ponzi scheme guy is like, here, I'm going to come in. This is what we're going to do that's illegal. It's like, here's how we're going to make this work. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like paying taxes. Here's yeah. how we're going to make this work. Here's you, how we're going to make... And what a subjective land that is. What yes, a, it is. <laughs> I mean, some people pay, some people don't. It's really fascinating. Anyway, that's what's happening there. We'll keep you posted on her. Um, actress Shelley Morrison died at the age of 83. Oh, I know. And she was Rosario. best known for playing Rosario Salazar on Will and Grace. And she died on Sunday at 83. Her publicist confirmed her death. Um, she died of heart failure after a brief illness. And she passed away at Cedar sinai in L.A. And um, that playing the role of Rosario was absolutely the joy of her life and the joy Aww. of her career. And that's what her husband said. Um, her husband, Walter Dominguez, they'd been married for 46 years. Oh, my goodness. Said Shelley's greatest pride as an actress was in playing the indomitable Rosario in a comedy series that furthered the cause of social equity and fairness for LGBTQ people. She also took pride in portraying a strong, loving, yet feisty Latina character. She believed that the best way to change hearts and minds was through comedy. Yep. Yeah, because people could look at that and say, oh, it's, you know, it's degrading. Rosario was never a victim. That was the great thing about that character. You know, she was not a victim to Karen's horrible comments or or, Rosario gave it right back. So if you, you really looked at that character, it, it was what she described. It I was, know. It was a good, and it, it does a- make you think about what's going on with that cast, too, you know, because there all the stories have been that Megan Mullally is like out. Yeah. That they're She's not getting along. She's over it and her and uh, Deborah Messing hate each hate other each now. Other. Yeah. Did they ever like each yes. other? I think oh, they yeah. Did. They so were. is it what made them turn? Do you know? Nobody it, really knows. Maybe Megan Mullally had dinner with Kim Cattrall. And they all hung out together and they were like, here's how we hate our caustic. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Deborah Messing can be a little caustic about her politics, I think. Oh, yeah. It's a lot to handle. Mm -hmm. She's a lot to handle. She's one of the reasons I can't be on Twitter anymore. Guys, I've like completely gone off of Twitter. I can't do it. Twitter scares me sometimes. Yeah, I found myself scrolling it at night 
and being so anxious about the state of the world that I thought, why am I doing this to yeah. myself? Guess what off. I can do? Remove this from my phone. I was fighting with nerds last night. I really was. <laughs> and I couldn't believe I was in I a was nerd wondering. fight. What kind of nerds? Because I watched Star Wars it. nerds. Oh, yes, I was going to ask because I watched the latest episode of Mandalorian oh. last night. You know, I'm Elizabeth not so Reese, I feel like you and I need to spend some time together. Obviously we do. I have missed out on the Star Wars thing and you're sort of being pulled in. You can just get, you can get into it anytime. These nerds are really welcoming. Not the one that Jason fight, fights with on Twitter. Another but Jason two. is yeah. a real nerd and he's totally I will welcome welcoming. You. No, this Because <laughs> I don't even know like what order I would watch the movies in. You guys, I'll you, tell you, you know what? You need to do a tutorial on that, Jason, on this very radio yes. broadcast. That's a public service announcement that needs to be accomplished. I, will. I think so. <laughs> I was fighting with a nerd who said, whatever, boomer, and he spelled behavior wrong. And I go, um, I'm not a boomer. I'm a Gen Xer who knows how to spell behavior. Happy holidays. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. When we come back the one and only Don McLean with Dreamweaver next. Welcome back to the Jason and Alexis show. I'm Stephanie Hansen here with Don McLean. Hello. On our way to Disney. Oh my gosh. Very exciting. I really appreciated what you said about that it's like hard to know how to receive a gift like that. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, it's like it's fills you up and it's it's just it's it's like it's too much. It's overwhelming kind of. It is a little bit but I'm I'm really excited to go. I haven't even had a chance to think about it because Yeah. It's gonna <laughs> we've be been super doing fun. so much interpreting dreams and everything. And speaking of that, let's get right to it. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? waiting you know it takes a while to interpret these dreams I and bet. i appreciate their patience so we're just going to start right into this here let's get our first caller on the phone her name is dawn hi dawn why don't you tell me about your dream hi well hi. first off we leave for disney tomorrow and we've been disney vacation club members since 97 so oh, i am so gosh. excited for you so excited for you oh, i haven't been in a while so it's going to be fun thank you so my dream, and I've had it, like I said, about 10, 15 times in my life. The last time was a couple years ago. And it is that, like, I'm running down a neighborhood street that I recognize, and I jump in the air, and perpendicularly, I travel. So it's not like Superman flying, and right. I'm upright. And then I'm realizing I need to come down, and I am realizing I'm above the trees, and I am super nervous. And there's been times where I'm like, hey, you know, I can fly, and people are like, yeah, right. And I'm like, no, really. And I run down the street, and I show them that I can do it. So there's other people sometimes involved, sometimes not. But it's always that fear of how am I going to land. Okay. Um, so this is about the freedom that you have in your uh, moving through levels of mind and through your consciousness and how uh, now sometimes we're really clogged down with just being uh, you know down in the muck with our thoughts you have the ability to move around in your consciousness and experience different parts of yourself and that's a real freedom you have freedom of thinking and that is what you're dreaming about so uh, okay. when you when you're dreaming these things 
it's it's always that the day before 24 to 48 hours before you were really living in the moment and you felt like you could transition easily from one part of yourself to another that's why you're showing other people who are all you in the dream <laughs> that you can do this and it's just this this is when you've had a really great day the day before so nice. you're just really feeling yourself <laughs> you know what i mean don <laughs> yeah no that actually makes a lot of sense very good. Well, that's awesome because that's those are the best dreams to have when you're flying. The detail of you being upright really doesn't matter. That's just a detail that's sort of, you know, your own self going on a little tangent in your mind. As far as the coming down and you being nervous about that, that is whenever you're getting excited about how well you're doing in life, but there's always a little trepidation when it comes to coming back down to reality for you if you get really excited about what's going on in your life and really feeling it then you you're sort of bracing for for change that you think might happen and take you out of that moment so that's a little wonky there gotcha kind of like waiting for the shoe to drop situation yes exactly (laughs) yeah yeah that's it gotcha that that actually describes me to a t so very much out of the box thinker can move you know rapidly from one location to the next or or people turn me in my job and stuff like that kind of stuff but yeah Perfect. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. And again, I'm so excited for you, (laughs) too. Thanks. Have a good time at Disney. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. That was an awesome one. We all kind of dream about flying sometimes. Yes. Hopefully. Okay. Let's go to Amy. She's on line two. Amy, can you sum up your dream for us? Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, Yeah. I had a dream that my husband and I were living in a community that existed in a junkyard. Mm -hmm. um, And it was actually really nice. It was pretty creative. People took the junk and made really beautiful homes. But... Whenever we tried to explain it to other people, they just kind of couldn't understand why we were living there or what it was all about. And then just kind of randomly while I was there, I had this idea to make everybody red pepper jelly for Christmas. And I woke up really excited about that idea. <laughs> I'm all about the jelly. You yeah. like or do. <laughs> I love red pepper jelly. That's great. My dad used to make that. All right. Um, okay. So um, when you dream about trash, that's actually... The, the way you're dreaming about it is funny because um, this is about... This is about you're living in a community that is based on things that normal people would throw away. So you're building a frame of mind through things that some people wouldn't see to have any value. So this means that you're not you know that you're not wasting your potential. You're sort of recycling things in the past. Maybe you've had to go over and over again something that might seem boring to other people, but you find to make it new in your thoughts. You're also not wasting your energy or your time. So in these moments, 24 to 48 hours before, you were dreaming about a frame of mind you have where you really had to dig deep into finding the value in something. And okay. you lived in that space, and it was good for you. As far as creating the, the red pepper jelly, this, you know, food is knowledge. So okay. in a dream, you're just gifting yourself the knowledge that you just learned from living in this junkyard and learning not to waste your time, basically. And okay. living up to your full potential. It's a great dream. Okay. Okay. Right. I like All it. Right. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Oh, man. Okay. Let's move on to Carol. Carol, thanks for waiting. Can you sum up your dream for us? Yeah, I can. Um, Don, should I give background information? Yeah, go ahead and do that. Yeah. Okay. My brother had cerebral palsy, and he died at age 
25, mm-hmm. about 34 years ago. So in my dream, I dreamt that my sister and I were checking into a hotel, and the hotel clerk said, um, your brother is in the lounge waiting for you. Mm-hmm. So we went to the lounge, and there stood my brother, and he didn't have his crutches or anything, and he said, look, I can walk, I can walk. And we were so excited, and then I was in the the hotel room sleeping Mm -hmm. and I woke up and I was totally confused. Am I in a hotel room? Am I in my own bedroom? Is Dale alive? What's going on? It took me a little while to kind of orientate myself Mm -hmm. to be back to being awake. Okay. Now, let me ask you something. When he spoke to you, did his mouth move in the dream or was he just doing a mind-to-mind communication? No, his mouth moved. It did move. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're dreaming about your subconscious mind. You are dreaming about a part of yourself that rarely you get into the this frame of mind with. You have to think about three qualities that Dale had. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is the part of yourself that you're dreaming about. This is, the, you know, I'm sure that they're really sweet memories that you have of him. That's the part of yourself that you're dreaming about. And every once in a while, you, well, 24 to 48 hours before you were in this frame of mind where it brought out your inner Dale, those qualities, mm-hmm. and it sort of surprised you. And so this, you connected with that part of yourself. But it's a temporary frame of mind. You knew that it wasn't permanent because it's a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, it was still a really great moment for you. So you probably had a really great day before. I'm assuming you have great feelings about your brother. I did. Yeah. 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 And the fact that he is limitless in his walking also means that you are limitless in the potential that you have to with that part of yourself. Wonderful. Now, has he ever so positive? Yeah, these are great dreams. Yeah. Now, has yeah. he ever does he has he ever um, visited you in a dream? Because if he comes to you in your dream and he's not speaking with his mouth, that means it's a visitation from his spirit. He has. Okay. Those times, this time you were just dreaming about a part of yourself, but anytime yeah. he comes to you and he's not talking and you know what he's thinking, he's actually coming back just to say hi. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> All right, Carol. Well, thank you. Yeah, sweet dreams. Okay, bye. thank you. <laughs> okay, bye, Carol. Let's unpack that one. <laughs> no kidding. Okay, the last one here, she's been very patient. We have Tammy on the phone. Tammy, can you tell us about your dream? Yes, I'm driving along in my car, and I slid off the road. I don't know if it's winter or summer or whatever, but I slid off into road. I'm into, all into this water, and all of a sudden, I'm floating around, and I'm looking around. My hair's floating like you would in water and stuff, and everything just... I'm so happy. I don't really want to wake up. Oh, wow. This is interesting because most people, when they drive off the road in a dream, it's very terrorizing and uh, painful. And, you know, and, and they're scared. It's like a nightmare. So mm-hmm. our ca- when you dream about a car, that is your body, your physical body. So the day before okay. you felt like going off the beaten path and trying something new that you hadn't done before. And so okay. you went off the road. So your goal for the day was something, and then you went off and did something else, and it made you feel really great. Some people might Uh feel like that abrupt of whatever it was that you did could be scary. And um, it's also, you're submerged in water, and water is conscious life experiences. So this wasn't just something that happened. You weren't daydreaming about something. It was something active that you did. And okay. you were not afraid of that change. So I don't know if you took okay. a Pilates class for the first time or 
<laughs> or tried a new sport or maybe uh, started on a diet plan and you were feeling really good, but this has something to do with your body. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. So Thank think you on so that much. one. Thanks, Tammy. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. There you go, Dreamweaver Dawn. That's it. <laughs> How do you just know all that stuff off the top of your head? I studied dream interpretation pretty heavily for two years at the School of Metaphysics. Yeah, I yeah. wish you guys could watch her do it. Like, she's listening to you, and then, like, she's shaking her head like, oh, I got this. I also am trying to connect to that person as an individual. I've been trying to do that more and not just interpret the symbols yeah. and try to make a connection with them and their spirit. Oh, it sounds kind of cool. woo-woo, but sometimes it's so on the nose. I'm like, oh, maybe I can do this. <laughs> Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> so well, Jace had to leave us to yeah. head on over to Fox so he can get on to his TV show. But we are going to take a break and we will be back with leftovers on the Jason and Alexis <laughs> show. I'm so- Welcome back to the Jason and Alexis show. I'm Stephanie Hansen filling in for Alexis. I'm here with producer Dawn. Hello. Filling in for everybody, really. <laughs> Gosh. I don't know how well sometimes, but I love that new song that Billie Eilish and Justin Bieber. Oh, for duet. sure. Duet. I have not heard that before. Oh yeah, the duet version. It's, it's great. Good. Yeah, absolutely. She is so talented. Oh my gosh, she really is. Yeah, I just had. Did you see her when she was on Saturday Night Live about a month ago? Yes, I did see the, the I walking the upside down. It was so cool. It was cool. She is a cool kid. I watched a video of how they did that after the fact. Yeah, it was very cool. Cool. Very cool. Now, you watched um, The Irishman like I did. I did. This and weekend. You know what was funny about that was movie theater revenues were down 16% year over year. And they weren't sure if it was due to the weather because there was a lot of inclement weather everywhere. Right. Or if it was due to what they called the Irishman effect, where people yes. watched this three-hour movie on Netflix instead of feeling like they had to go to the movies. I, there's no way I would be able to sit through a three-hour movie in a th- three and a half hours. Yeah, without an intermission. See, and I only watch—I watch an hour and a half of it, and then I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so I missed kind of the middle and the end. Yeah. Um, did you love it? Um, I I can't say that I loved it. I did like it a lot, and I actually want to watch it again. I feel like it was. Uh, by the way, I watched it with MC and. At the three-hour mark, we only had 30 minutes left, but I was nodding off, and I'm like, I can't do it right now. We had to watch the other 30 minutes yesterday. (laughs) But um, I feel like there was so much information in there. It was a little bit hard to follow at times. I didn't live in the era of the whole Jimmy Hoffa thing, Uh and so I was a little lost on part of it. You know, this movie has to do with mobsters and the Teamsters and how they sort of, their world intermingled. Right. So those kind of details made me go, wait a minute, who is this guy? There were so many characters. It was sometimes hard to follow. But overall, the acting was amazing. It was really interesting to see them portray Robert De Niro. He's an older man, obviously. Yeah. And through makeup, they had him be his younger man self. And, and kind it of, was a digital I face. thought that because it was, it was weird. Yeah. Do you think it worked? Uh, sometimes it didn't catch up with itself. Uh, Joe Pesci and... Robert De Niro were de-aged through digital. Okay, because I didn't notice it on Joe Pesci, really. There he were looked... times where it was messed up slightly, and it's it's slight here and there, but yeah. <laughs> so weird. that's really a weird technology where they can de-age someone yeah. and have them play in a movie. 
Yeah, I mean, he looked almost oh, as weird. young as... I mean, he looked 30 years younger. For sure. At least. And I kept thinking, well, that's really good makeup, but it's odd. And it, I didn't figure out that it was CGI. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Wow. So overall, were you able to follow the story or how did you feel about it? I'll be honest, not really. Yeah. I felt like it was kind of like the first hour was like Goodfellas, which was good. You yeah. know, I like those kind of movies. Me too. I thought Joe Pesci's acting was amazing. Yes. Um, also, who's the guy that was in Boardwalk Empire that plays in, um, he's he's married to Rose Bernie. Oh, oh, oh. I can't think of his name. Anyway, he's always a really good actor. Yeah. Um, and he, he was also in, uh, Scorsese's HBO show that they did. And it only was one season called vinyl. Okay. See, there's so many, we're having a hard time right now because if you haven't seen it, there are about 50 characters to try to consume. Yeah. And, and you they're don't, all, and you don't know if you are supposed to pay attention to this person or not, or if it's just a flash in the pan. And they're all like character actors that you've seen before. Bobby Cannavale, that's oh, who it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's. Uh, yeah. He was really, I thought, good in the movie too. Yeah, and he was fantastic. He's he's the one that's eating steak yep. at the beginning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so many <laughs> actors. One of my favorite comedians. I just went to Vegas and saw Sebastian Maniscalco. He's in it. He played Joey Gallo. The one that was the real hothead yep. that was really out there and and being a hot shot who didn't have a very big part. I'll just say that. It, <laughs> I don't want to ruin anything. But. Do you feel like it needed editing? Yes. I mean, that's what I thought, too. Like, because okay. Scorsese doesn't want to edit anything. No. And it is fun to watch these fantastic actors do these scenes together. Don't get me wrong. But... We got to edit some of this. Yeah. And it's like when uh, someone gets really popular either in the movies or as an author and everyone's afraid to edit them. I felt like that movie could have had at least an hour whacked out of the middle and been just fine. Whacked out. Yeah. That's Speaking good. of whack, did you watch The Irishman? Donna <laughs> I did. came in I to hang out with us. See, this is the theory is the movie receipts were down 16% year over year, either weather or the Irishman effect. <laughs> Did you like it, Donna? Um, I thought the acting was phenomenal. I yeah. thought Pacino was great. Um, everybody was great. I just thought maybe we could shave two hours off of it. <laughs> His attention to detail is unnecessary. Oh, you that's know? a great yep. way to put it. Yep. Yeah, like what we don't see or what we don't see, we we won't miss. Yeah. What we don't know was could have been there, we won't miss. That's right. So everybody needs a little editing. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Yeah, you be you unless you're a terrible person, then change. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. <laughs> Bye.